temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and I was very excited to buy the new Inter-Miami CF Away Kit until I saw the price. I'm going to do some extra work this weekend, or maybe just keep rocking my Inter-Miami CF shirt. We'll get to all that in just a few minutes. Also going to be getting to some free radio the price is always right here on 560 The Joe. Got Joe Rose Show talking with the coach of the U, Manny Diaz, and the Dan Levitard Show talking about that Eagle Dalla trade, and then Hawk and Crowder craziness. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Let's get into some fun headlines right now. The Heat have agreed to trade Justice Winslow, Deion Waiters, and James Johnson to Memphis for Andre Eagle Dalla and Jay Crowder. Miami's attempt to acquire Danilo Gallinari from Oklahoma City fell through. Prosecutors have dropped domestic violence charges against Dolphins quarterback Xavier Howard. Panthers play the Golden Knights tonight, 7 p.m. at the BB&T. Listen to it here on 560 The Joe. Despite a late-night rally, the Canes basketball team fell short 72-83 to NC State yesterday. Next up, Florida State, Saturday at noon in Tallahassee. The Hurricanes football team is reportedly interested in Michigan transfer portal wideout Tariq Black. Miami has already landed grad transfer quarterback De'Eric King from Houston. The Marlins will hold their Fan Fest this Saturday at Marlins Park from 3 to 7. Fans will be able to meet players and coaches, plus take part in fun baseball activities for free. Inter-Miami CF has revealed their inaugural 2020 MLS season away kit. Once again, not cheap to buy. Their first match is on the road March 1st against LAFC. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. Ah. A kangaroo is on the loose and running around South Miami. I'm guessing he broke free from one of those wild Super Bowl parties. An Indiana bartender recently received $2,020 tip on a $64 bill. Although the tip, which was on a credit card, was appreciated, the bartender would have probably favored just getting $200 in cash. Cash is king! An Indian Swami claims that drinking and eating cow urine and dung can cure coronavirus. So, eat up. Over the weekend, six tourists were arrested for crapping in the hallowed temple at Machu Picchu. See, this is why we can't have anything nice. Now on the weather, brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast, rainy with temperatures in the low 70s. For the best poker tournaments in South Florida, visit Hylia Park Poker Room. Visit HyliaPark.com for our poker tournament schedule, plus join us for our $75,000 guarantee March 7th through 13th. Why play anywhere else? Visit HyliaPark.com for details. It is never, never too soon to start talking about football, especially when it comes to the U. A lot of exciting stuff going on, even though the season seems to be a very long way away. You want to get excited? Here's the Joe Rose Show this morning talking with Coach Manny Diaz about surprising signing day, the Ed Reed difference, De'Eric King, and the U's new offense.
lot of stuff to get to, man. You talk about fixing issues. Let's start with the way you wrapped up National Signing Day yesterday. Isaiah Dunson and Avante Williams. A surprise, kind of a big deal made that you were able. It looked like everybody thought Williams was going to Florida and ends up coming to Miami. Were you surprised? No. <laughs> I mean, no, we, we, we felt like we had a really good chance of, of getting Avante. We've had a great relationship for a long time. Efren Bond did a, did a great job in, in his recruitment of just being relentless. I mean, that was about a four-year effort of getting Avante to, to Miami. And Avante loves the University of Miami. He loves uh, the Miami Hurricanes. And uh, But it took a lot of hard work and a lot of effort. And uh, But, you know, we still didn't know we had it until right. – you know, until the proverbial facts came in, but that was that was a great one to see. So I always wonder, like, how how when did you finally find out he was he was coming? Did you know the night before? Or you found out that morning or during the day? Like, all right, we're looking good here. Did you have to watch it for yourself? We had felt good for a few days, but again, until until it's real, it's not real. So it was yeah. it was it was great to finally see the papers. A lot of good stuff yesterday. Ed Reed's talk that he gave up there at the press conference was unbelievable. I've already played it. I, I listened to it again last. Last night, you can break it up. Talk about how Ed Reed you think is going to help you the most. There are so many ways he's going to help, but I, my, you know, you could go on and on about all the ways he can impact our program. But he's so good at team dynamics. He's he's so good at understanding what it takes to build a successful team. His ability just to watch to watch our guys work, to watch our guys train, see where there might be possible disconnect. You know, maybe see where there's a guy that's that's not on board and, and, and get a chance to mentor those type of people or maybe understand that, hey, listen, maybe this guy's not one of us. Those type of decisions, you know, coaches that sometimes we can, you know, we're so in the weeds of, of, of preparing and, and the techniques and the scheme and all that type of stuff to have someone that can come in and, and really just look at the, the chemistry between the players, see how they connect. His his, his eyes and his wisdom can, can and, and, and that just in that one aspect can have such a benefit to our program. I, I want to ask you about the Ed Reed thing because it's been a hot topic and his, his new title coming in and Everybody is wondering, how did Manny Diaz feel about this as the head coach? How did that go, and what is the relationship with Ed? Is that a guy you wanted to come in and, and, and be part of what you guys are doing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and Ed, Ed and I have a, have a great relationship. He's all about the Canes. He's, he's all about winning. But he wants to be part of our team as well, you know, and he understands. And, again, I keep going back to you, you can't talk to Ed for five minutes without just the word team coming up. You know, and, and that's what wins is the most successful teams win. You know, Ed will talk about the he'll talk to you about the O one Hurricanes, but he'll sit there for for ten minutes and talk about guys that were just cog guys on the team. Everybody knows the the, the, the guys that went on to great NFL careers and all that, but he understands how important it is those those type of dynamics. So, chief of staff was a position that that um, had invented when I first got the job a year ago that was initially filled and then it went unfilled for the season. And so, um, as we were looking for possible candidates and and as we approached Ed on it and and his interest was peaked. I mean, that was that was all we needed, and, and it was. And I'm very thankful to to Blake James and Jen Strawley for giving me the ability to get it done. Coach, when you talk about signing day now, you have to talk about the transfer. You know, the transfer portal, the everything that goes on. It's just part of the culture now with college football. Derek King, your first thoughts on him when he got on campus? When you saw him kind of throw the ball around? Just everything about him when you first your first impression of him? Well, we're not allowed to watch him with the football yet. Um, it was exciting to watch him in our, in our off-season program. We had our first match roll Tuesday. We have our second one today. And just to see the way that he works. I can watch his highlight tape, which is extensive and impressive to see what he can do with the football in his hand. The, the part that got me really excited is getting to know him through the recruiting process and now watching him while he's here is just the way that he works. 
you know, the way that he can sort of rally the guys around him, uh, the way that he can get, you know, understanding how to get the wideouts out there and, and getting, getting them to throw. We, we, we want him, in addition to play great on the field, we really want him to change the culture in our quarterback room, um, teach our young guys what it means to be a big-time quarterback and, at a big-time program in college football. So he, he's, got a, he's got a bunch of ways he can impact our program both on and off the field. A lot of people have been, been talking uh, uh, about maybe your, your best players coming in on this class. Everybody's been raving after the all-star high school all-star game about Jalen Rivers, the way he's dominated. Can you see him playing right away, Coach? It's pretty premature for that, right? I mean, obviously, we'll have a heck of a competition during spring, and, and all of our players know that. But we're obviously not afraid to play freshmen. You watch what we did a year ago, and our, our best guys will play. But we do. We Jalen is another example of a of a four year recruitment. We've known him and his family for a long time. We think he's got uh, tremendous upside. Let's get through match rule number two yeah. first. Right. No, no, no question. Hey, any more portal moves expected? Coach, you got a few scholarships left. Yeah, that's always a possibility. You're going to look and see someone else out there that can improve your football team. That's really what it's about. It's not just about getting a guy. And, you know, you look at what we want to be. We want to be a developmental program. We want to sign uh, kids out of high school that we can have here and develop. Uh, but as we saw this year, if there's a guy that, that can fix a need or can improve our football team, you know, you know, we had an issue with kicker, right? We were able to address that and get that solved. Uh, you know, with the Eric, you know, to be able to add a guy like Quincy Roche, I think that's the way that you play it and uh, and have a chance to, to field the best football team you can. Coach, I, I want to ask you about Rhett Lashley and uh, spread offense and, and everything. How much has he sat down with you to discuss personnel? Is it a fresh start for everybody? Is it, hey, Coach, you didn't get much out of this guy, but I really like him. I, I want to, let's, let's get him back in there. How are you treating that going going forward offensively with all these guys? Well, it was a fresh start. Uh, it is going to be a fresh start for all of our guys. There's no doubt because um, what they'll be asked to do will be different than what it's been in the past. You know, Rhett wanted to watch some of our personnel even even through the hiring process just to see what we had here. That's such a big part, of course, and to get an idea that if we could get our offense functioning, you know, at the level of the other aspects of this program, this thing could get real fun real quick. Uh, but he had to see it, you know, and, and so getting the chance to watch what we had on our campus, getting a chance to watch um, the video of who we had been recruiting, I thought got him excited that this could be something that could could, you know that he could jumpstart pretty quickly. Coach, since bringing Lashley on board, uh, have you spoke to any of the offense? Are the offensive players that are here on campus or on the team right now? How excited are they about being in this kind of all new offense? They are. I mean, they're certainly excited, but they also know that look, they, they they have to go to work because you guys have heard me say this now for four years. If it was as easy as just scheme change, there's a lot of people running spread offense that stink in college football. You know what I mean? It's 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 the detail as it always is. The way that Coach Lashley coaches, it's uh, the understanding the the work that's got to put in, the effort. You know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes into making this thing fly and that and that's what we're doing right now that's why this the whole thing right now is, is getting to work and that's what's that's what's this morning is guys bachelor number two that's what it's all about you know an, another move you made and i was just calling around and people really like him's your new offensive line coach you got from vegas he'd been in fau garen justice talk about him coach and and is that a lashley move or was that you guys together or or getting him to come down here? Well, certainly we, uh, Red had some impact on that, but but that's a, a move we made together. You can't go fast. You can't run a tempo offense if the offensive line coach uh, isn't on board if he doesn't have experience with that. Because look, one of the ideas of going fast is you're trying to create chaos for the defense. So you're not always going to have you know beautiful pictures of, of defensive fronts. The defense is going to be scrambling. You got to have an offensive line coach that's got experience and background in that. You, you, when you talk about Garrett, like Garen played at West Virginia for Rich Rodriguez, who's one of the sort of the pioneers of going fast and in, in the early days of the spread offense. When he was at FAU with Kendall Biles and Lane Kiffin, you know, they, they, they scored a truckload of points that one year. So 
Darren's got a great reputation as a teacher, a great reputation as a recruiter, and and uh, I just can't wait to get him around our guys more and more. Coach, I want to ask you after the six and seven, and and you said you know, I'm going to fix all these issues. I've got a good feel for what needs to be done. What did you learn most about last year, the good and the bad? Well, what you do is, I mean, no different than if you're running any type of organization. You you you, you break apart all the parts and you look at where everything is and there were a lot of things that were functioning at a high level. You know, there were a lot of things that you, you put metrics on it. There were a lot of things that were that were going at a top 15 level. Uh, and then there were a couple of things that were just extraordinarily um, lagging behind. So you have a chance to pinpoint those things and try and get them fixed. Now, here's the thing is that just understanding what needed to be fixed doesn't mean you're going to be able to get the solution that you want. So I, I think the thing that I'm, I'm most grateful for is the, the quality of the people that wanted to be a part of this, which I think speaks highly to Number one, the University of Miami, um, highly to the fact that there's a lot of people, players and staff that we talk about aside that are together that, that understand that uh, we're not far off. There's a lot of, you know, we still can look back at some of the you know, sort of extraordinary things that happened in some of the games a year ago um, and, the, and people that want to be part of the solution. And ultimately what that means is they had to come here and see it and they had to buy into the culture that's being built. Derek King didn't want to come here. Quincy Roche didn't want to come here if, if we had a locker room of guys that weren't serious about working and serious about winning. And so I think the ability to perhaps, number one, improve our football team with some of the people that are not in the program anymore, you know what I mean? And and, and sometimes that's part of it. Sometimes there's people, could be, could be player-wise, could be staff-wise, that aren't for your culture. And, and, and then being able to add people who are, I think is, is probably the part I'm most excited about. And, and, and I'm certainly humbled by the quality of people that we've been able to attract. Did you talk to Jaron Williams first before he put his name in the portal? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, Jaron and I had a great conversation. Let me ask you, fixing all the issues, I know that's been, been a goal. Do you feel pretty good about where you are as you get ready for, for spring football now, Coach, in a couple of weeks? Yeah, we've done – look, we, we've, we've accomplished what we could accomplish now. And, look, it's not complicated. If you want to have a better fall, you have to make these decisions. You have to get these things right this time of year. That's just the way there, there right. is a direct correlation. And, and now, as I keep mentioning, you know, what I, what I was excited about is I was excited about the way that our guys competed in, in our offseason program on Tuesday. Now we have to sustain that. You know, the, the trick of being the same team every week can actually be practiced right now. You know, I mean, to make sure that we're, we're working at the same level every day and we attack all these work days uh, with, with the same type of uh, intensity required of, of being a Miami Hurricane. Hey, Coach, I'll leave you with this, man. I, I love the way you started that press conference yesterday. You had your new quarterback. You had Ed Reed. You had your offensive coordinator and yourself. Did you come up with that yourself or did you get some help on that? That thought, that was pretty good, pretty smart. The people that we had out there, yeah. Well, was, we, we, as you know, we, we got a we got a great uh, sports information department. You know, there's, <laughs> right. there's a lot. We play Ed Reed's speech all friggin' morning, man. That thing was awesome. <laughs> Jeez, are you kidding me? That was uh, that was good stuff, Manny. You listen to Ed talk all day. I mean, and yeah. that, and, that and, and that's why just going back to what we talk about first is how, how could that not be a, a, an amazing an amazing benefit to our program to have him be able to pour into our players. So yeah, again, it's just. A lot of things really exciting going on right now, but all we've done right now is earn the opportunity to work really, really, really hard here in this month of February, and that's what our focus is on right now. Yeah, February 29th, your first spring practice. Before we let you go, how's the health-wise for everybody going into spring right now? We'll have a handful of guys that'll be out, some of our, our new incomers. There were some things just we were able to fix. Some guys kind of came in with some pre-existing conditions that we're able to get right, and that's the advantage of having some of these mid-year guys come in. So they should all be ready to go for the season. Right now we think that the entire football team will be healthy for summer workouts and, and, and for training camp. But, yeah, there will be, there will be which is not unusual, there will be, be a handful of guys that will, will be down for the spring, but uh, but certainly we'll have enough guys to get out there and, and get coached up. Manny, thank you so much Thanks, for joining Manny. us, man. Appreciate it very much. Hey guys, have a great day. Coach Diaz, getting you excited about Canes football in early February. Ooh, tingling.
You know what else has people in South Florida tingling? Andre Iguodala. Get your mind out of the gutter. He is coming to the heat along with Jay Crowder, Dan Lebitard show. Going to be taking a look at that next. Here's a little taste of that. There is absolutely going to be a time this season where we put out an all-white lineup. No. Yeah. No. It could happen. Listen to it next on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and it is Bob Marley's Earth Strong. Would have been 75 years old. It's also Axl Rose's birthday, but when it comes to playing Guns N' Roses or Bob Marley on this day, Axl Rose, happy 58th birthday. We're listening to the reggae sounds of Bob Marley. Earth strong. Me and my guys over there at Culture Shock Records here in Miami celebrating a little extra today. I'm actually going to be at Reggae Sunday this coming Sunday. Smart Fights in Alapata. Stop by. Get some Irie in your life. Irie. I listen to Bob Marley all day, and some days I do. I just sit out on the beach, and hmm, every little thing going to be all right. Every little thing's going to be all right for the heat because we've got Andre Eagle Dalla. He knows how to bring home the rings. He's done it before. I'm hoping he'll do it again this season. Dan Lebitard, he and his guys, they're on weekdays from 10 to 1 right here on 560 The Joe. They're talking about the big trade earlier. Also, there could be an all-white heat lineup. Homer, Mike Ryan, Miami Heat, Homer, Mike Ryan, all of a sudden, because the trade deadline is here, because (laughs) Pat Riley is back in the game, he is talking himself into... The idea that Andre Iguodala is a missing piece, a final piece, after just yesterday, Stugat uh, did two things that we make fun of around what here. Happened? He said, what has he ever done of Andre Iguodala? And he also reminded me, uh, by way of really showing me, that I laugh at the trade deadline every year and how stupid am I one year someone got George Hill. <laughs> and so and, and so years later, Stugatz is taunting me about the, the, the key acquisition of George Hill because today is one of the big dumb days that we have in sports. Uh, usually we get all excited and then it's George Hill. Deadline day. You sound so bad, so I, bad. I you feel and Cody, great, man. You and Cody are dying on air like you're deteriorating uh, the both of you are deteriorating on air i'm doing just fine i spoke to doggy mad dog on the podcast yesterday and we were yelling and screaming at each other you guys back there i saw you the moment that he did deadline day all four of you recoiled like if you just gotten too close to the back of a garbage truck (laughs) all all four of you just at the sound of his voice recoiled like good god it sounds like the grim reaper pooping Mike, he forgets George Hill was just a year ago. Uh, the Bucks picked him up deadline day, and George Hill hit some big yeah, shots in the postseason. I'm still waiting for his apology on George I know, Hill. I know. Well, so Mike Ryan has come in here swaggering, all right? Just all swagger because Andre Iguodala is now a member of the Miami Heat. That move by itself, uh, Winslow for for Iguodala doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. It's just something that's going to make uh, most of Basketball America yawn, uh, but it's clearly part of other plays. Like, there are other things here that the Miami Heat are working on while not jeopardizing their ability to go after Giannis next 
year. I told you yesterday that that's the priority. Whatever happens this year can be mixing and matching with hope about what it is that they have to do to beat Milwaukee. But what they have to do to beat Milwaukee is take Giannis next year. <laughs> that's what they have to do to get past Milwaukee. Milwaukee, very quietly. And I don't think that uh, that Iguodala and Gallinari get uh, Miami in the game with Milwaukee because I don't think anybody is in the game with Milwaukee. Milwaukee is sweeping the floor, crushing everybody. 10, 20 points every time they play a basketball game. Nobody's playing close games against them. 43 and 7 plus 12 and a half. I mean, plus 12 and a half. Who's second place on plus? Is it the Lakers at like plus 6, plus 7? Like who is in second place in terms of point differential per game? Not that that's the only stat to look at, but it is an indicator. Milwaukee doesn't have bad nights. Milwaukee doesn't have close nights. Both the Lakers and the Celtics. Lakers are se- are plus 7 and a half and the Celtics are plus 7.3. Well, let's uh let's bring in Homer Mike here because because he's doing all sorts of things already where he's playing zone against Milwaukee with Derek Jones Jr. Uh, he's got all sorts of pieces he's moving around. So we'll bring in a big Homer, Miami Heat Homer, Mike Ryan. Yeah. Wow, 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 Cause here you come, the rooster! Oh, Gallo! Not even the song. It's not even the song. Oh yeah, that's not it. It's not it. This is the man in the box. Yeah, give me a second. Thank you. Got to find another Alice in Chains song. Did anyone else find it just weird? Everything that just happened there. Never mind Mike getting the wrong song. That's a bit of an upset there. Uh, Mike, uh, music snob Mike, screwing up the music. Uh, but thank Should you. Be a fine. <laughs> thank you for, no, that's right. not going to break me today, though. Should I'm be a small fine. Up. You're right. Pat, yeah, Ra- yeah. Pat Riley. Yeah. Pat Riley walks in hey. today, fist bumping everybody. Right? Like I'm back. Here you go. You thought I was gone? Still here. Fist bumps for you. Finger guns for you. It's actually I'm Pat Riley. Fitty scent. He's been doing that since he got Jimmy Butler. Yeah. And uh, the Miami Heat. What can't be disputed, I think, nationally, when you see the Miami Heat climb right back up there, and you know how difficult it is. You've seen the difficulties the Knicks and the Hawks and the Kings and everybody else has in getting better, even when they have uh, the picks. I mean, he traded a guy who hasn't played for a guy who hasn't played. I know. I He's think. Back. I, I, mean. I think Mike is overreacting here. <laughs> And he gave Andre Iguodala an extension none of us were expecting Andre Iguodala to get. Like, you just sort of took Iguodala from the Clippers and the Lakers. Uh, the Clippers and the Lakers, those seem like perfect fits for someone like Andre Iguodala. I don't know what to make of the Andre Iguodala stuff. I, I don't know what he can contribute. I haven't seen Andre Iguodala since June. You don't have an Alice in Chains song for that? <laughs> I, get, I can get Iggy Azalea, I think. Oh, I just no, don't no, understand no. what happened no, wait, to you. No, wait, 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 wait. No, hang no, on. No. I can celebrate Iguodala if you want. I just, I don't know if we upgraded there. But either way, hang on. Nice. I don't know if we upgraded there, but I've got a song for it. Ah, oh, man, this reminds me of Romy. Seems like a downgrade to me. Yeah. yeah. Here comes Andre Iguodala. I don't, I don't think it's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, Billy, how do you feel about everything that's happening here? As uh, as an expert on singing with a mass Singer update today, uh, Mike has come Another out of the box one, here uh, so excited that he's pinballing all over the place, yeah. and uh, much of what he's doing doesn't make sense. The podcast is going to be a disaster put together with all this music in it. Like, none of this is going to make sense. There's just going to be giant gaps of content missing. That's a good point. We're going to point. catch up mid-sentence so, so on things. So what you're saying, as bad as it was on the air oh, live, it's going to be, gonna so be much even worse. worse on the podcast. Impossible. Possible to figure doing... out what's going on. Wow. Might actually wow. be better. Wow. 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 Air guitar over here. <laughs> <on the> radio. <laughs>
Can you explain to me why you made that decision? I'd like to get into a little bit. What we, like we were going fine, we were skating along, and then Weren't you decided down an Iguodala just a day ago. Also, yeah, I don't. I, I'm not crazy about the Iguodala edition, but there's tea leaves that tea might leaves. suggest Jay Crowder is a part of this, and Danilo Gallinari yeah, is nice. absolutely no. a great piece to this Miami Heat team. Yeah, you guys are overthinking this. When you see on Twitter last night that Riley and the Miami Heat are trending, that's a win. Yeah. We are back. Riley is making. Moves. It doesn't matter what we do. When you win the deadline, no, moves are made. Tea leaves. One move was made. Like, Earl so Gray. Love tea leaves. Earl Gray. Here's what's a move that makes that. America yawn. Oh, English no. breakfast. No, 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 no. <laughs> They'll wake up. Who Alan Ari's here? You know who's opening <laughs> up first take today? Who? The Miami Heat. That's right. Yeah. And every time this season, I've been frustrated because even though Stephen A. is the mayor of South Beach, as you know, that never goes away. Every time he talks about the Miami Heat, he's like Jimmy Butler and them boys. They can shoot now, but he doesn't name anybody's name. We got players now that he can name. I feel Lately, like it should go away, though. Like right. every four years or whatever, we should be able to decide if Stephen A is still the mayor. Banana not, right? Republic. Mike, he learned a second name, Duncan Robinson. He is big on Duncan. He yeah. keeps calling him a sniper, a sharpshooter. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> whoa! That's what he is! Most in terms of effective field goal percentage, he's the best shooter in the league, Duncan yep. Robinson. <laughs> but don't slander his name. Look right. Danilo Gallinari is a really great addition really to this great. team. Well, but you, when you talk about uh, Kelly Olinick and Myers Leonard and all these guys that are going to get pushed out of the rotation by Gallinari and Crowder and Iguodala. You guys see who's getting pushed out, right? Dan, this is one of the more intriguing parts about this because... Eric Spolstra has done this in the past. Yep. He put out an all-lefty lineup, uh-huh. and NBA Twitter exploded. There is absolutely going to be a time this season where we put out an all-white lineup. No. Yeah. No. Goran at the one. What? Goran at the one. Okay. Tyler Hero at the two. Yep. Let's put Duncan Robinson at the three, the Rooster at the four, and choose either Myers Leonard or Kelly Olynyk at the five. That is something that is going to happen this season. A lineup. <laughs> And then you have my small Cajun self coming off the bench hitting threes. That, yeah, going to be very exciting. No, very excited for the Heat. They got a game tomorrow. It's going to be great to see. We'll just have to wait and find out how this team gels and makes it happen. Speaking of gelling, Hawk and Crowder, they gel. Sometimes they agree on things. Sometimes they don't. No problem. It's always fun. Next, we'll hear from those guys on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the best of the Joe show running back. Some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Once again, happy earth strong to Bob Marley. Other big birthdays. Zsa Gabor. She was born on this day in 1917. Tom Brokaw. Pretty big day for birthdays. Bob Marley, Axl Rose, Tom Brokaw, Zsa Gabor. It was Babe Ruth's birthday. On 1895, died in 1948. Man. Yeah, that's some good sounds right there. Hawk and Crowder, they always have good sounds for you. Earlier today, they were diving into the trade talks. Of course, everyone in South Florida talking about that. Plus, a Channing or a Crowder of Mount Rushmore's and Alejandro Solana 
brings you a couple of those good headlines. Do it! Heat fans are feeling it. Hurricanes fans are feeling it. Ed Reed did it again last night. This time he did it for the Heat. <laughs> he got a bit. He got you know Andre Godala. I'm not. I'm. 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 I'm not gonna let you bait me up with the Ed Reed thing today. <laughs> you know I got a woosah. But bro, I'll give you Riley if you want to give me something. Tell you what, man. So he, here's the thing. And Channing and I are at the BB&T Center today. You got Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights going at it tonight. Obviously, the big news, and that's why Solana is playing celebration. Uh, the Miami Heat, I would say, pulled off a really good trade, and it's for several reasons. And by the way, I don't think Memphis got uh, hosed by any stretch of the imagination. I think it was a pretty good uh, trade for both of them. But Pat Riley, I think, had a couple things that he needed to get done. He wanted to get rid of Deion Waiter's contract. He wanted to get rid of James Johnson's contract. Something happened with them and Justice Winslow. I don't know what it was. Now, obviously, he's got an injury, but he has been absent from the court. And I'm not saying that there's anything other than the injury at this point, but there did seem to be some sort of disconnect between the Miami Heat and Justice Winslow. And so that made him obviously expendable. So I think there were three expendable people on that roster. Maybe Kelly Olynyk, if you want to say a fourth expendable person, but yep. really three expendable people. And Pat Riley got rid of all three of those, got Andre Godala in return, and nothing's guaranteed next season because he's getting older. I mean, there's oh, 30, 37. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. I mean, we saw him in last year's NBA Finals. He was almost absent. Yes. I mean, it wasn't the Finals MVP that no, we had no, seen no. previous years. I, Brian Windhorst had tweeted out something. He said the Heat dumped twenty-eight million dollars in salary for next season, got Jay Crowder essentially for free, lowered their tax bill this year. No wonder they gave Iguodala the one-year guaranteed extension. They're still way ahead, and he'll probably still be a better asset next year. It's pretty much a win for the Miami Heat, right? Yes, and not messing up that 2021 free agency, the Giannis year I mean, and all that. that is really, like, now you're starting to froth at the mouth because now you're a real player for Giannis Antetokounmpo. I saw people bandying about if things go awry in L.A. with A.D. for whatever reason, doesn't look like things are going awry, but he's a free agent after this season. Like, that's the part where you, you really start to get excited. I was excited because of how, intricate and the names of the play. Like, Jay Crowder's a baller. I love Jay Crowder. And he got an edge to him. You know, I like I like those Patrick love Beverly. Jay Crowder. Like, Jay Crowder slapped the hell out of you. I need, I, and to be honest, those young guys, Jay Crowder's personality now with Jimmy Butler. Well, remember when Jimmy was about to fight and the, the, the meme of Tyler Hero jumping back and look, bro, Jay Crowder's all in. He's ready to go. He just fought. What did he, somebody slapped his butters. He almost fought somebody a couple weeks ago. I would say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tristan <laughs> Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Is that who it was? Yeah. He almost fought somebody a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I, when I saw it last night, and it was right, it was during the first game because he played at 1030. So you're watching that first game and that news breaks. The first thing that pops in my mind is if Riley feels this way, I am jacked up. Yep. 
because he they they're making moves, they're moving young pieces. You know, Justice, he's the young piece. That's the, and, and that's why I say it's a good trade for Memphis yes. because look, Andre Iguodala was not playing for them and was not going to play for them. Refused to. And so you know what? If you can get rid of him and Jake Crowder and and who is it? Solomon Wilcox. <laughs> Solomon Hill. <laughs> Solomon. The Mount Rush- Solomon Wilcox. The Mount Rushmore of Solomons. Oh, there might only be a Mount Rushmore. Right? The, the Mount Rushmore of Solomons. King Solomon. Yes. Of course. Solomon Wilcox, I think, has to be on there, right? I just learned Solomon Hill's name so- last night. Solomon Hill. I think he might be up there already. <laughs> we got to do research wasn't on there this. A, was there a movie called Solomon's Mine? Yeah, Tree is saying, yeah, Solomon's. Was it the 50s? <laughs> it, it wasn't It wasn't lately. <laughs> I don't know if I, uh, Solomon Hill might be on the Mount Rushmore of Solomon. <laughs> I don't know, man. I got a I got a cousin named Solomon. Are you on the Mount Rushmore of Crowders? Um, because we know Jay is right. Jay Crowder. I might be. I think you might be. And I might be on the Mount Rushmore of Channing. Channings. That's the one that gets dicey because you got Tatum, Channing Tatum, Fry, Channing Fry, Carol Channing, Carol Channing. Channing Crowder. Wow. Are you on the Mount Rushmore of Channings? That doesn't seem possible. What are you talking about? That doesn't seem possible. Who am I missing there? Bro, it's not because I'm great. It's because my name is unique, and I'll be be honest with you. Worst Mount Rushmore ever. (laughs) It's not great. I mean, Carol Channing. Who's on the Mount Rushmore of Alejandro's? There's, of course, Alejandro, the Lady Gaga song. Right, and then me, Alejandro. uh, Okay, so we have found a worst Mount Rushmore. (laughs) Y'all got two. Um, you're the you're the resident Heat fan, Solana. You're a season ticket holder. How do you process the news? <laughs> it's a winner, seriously. Like I, I think yeah. it is. I you, think it is. You, I mean, it sucks to get rid of Winslow, right? I think, and and I get what you were saying. There definitely uh, was some tie-in to justice down here in in the fan base, but something happened, right, with him and and this front office. But when you can get rid of Dion and James Johnson, and all you had to give up was Justice Winslow, who's only played in 11 games this season. You're getting back Iggy on essentially what next year will be an expiring contract, plus two guys that are coming in now in King Solomon and Jay Crowder, who are expiring <laughs> deals as well. Solomon. Like, they're expiring deals as well. Like, as of uh, right now, there's still an hour left before the trade deadline. As of right now, it's a W for Miami. And the thing with Justice now, and I and I understand he's young, and I enjoy watching him. His best numbers are 13, 5, and 5. Right. I think we had a uh, – there, there was a relationship with the fan base and him because why? He and Josh Richardson, yeah. we had some sort of emotional attachment because – the, the best of an irrelevant yeah, couple they, years. And, and they like were they the, were the, the young faces. guys that yes. were going to be the next whatever. But then we really found Bam is the young guy in that entire process that has shown out. And Josh Richardson obviously was traded. And, and I, I just think it was, you know, something, like I say, something happened. There was this affinity towards him, but it, it, it was never anything spectacular on the court. No, it's on the court play. Like, Solana, yeah. it's not like he's a rookie still, and he was second team all rookie. I he looked has it up. trouble staying on the court, too. Troubles never even played 70 games in a season other than his rookie year, 78, but only eight starts. And you can see why he got to 70 games because right. he had eight starts. But then from there, like, in Solana, I, I understand what you're saying, but best numbers ever. 13, 5, and 5. Yeah, but starting he, a number of games. He's also one of those guys where what he does, his impact on the court, doesn't always reflect directly to the box score. Like, Bam Adebayo was that guy last year. Remember coming in? You weren't sure if he could be 
uh, you know, take it another step offensively. Yeah, but and they, they've been really good this year without him on the court. Oh, no, no. So it kind of nullifies that. I, absolutely, they have. But let's not forget, coming in this season, he was going to be the starting point guard. He was the starting point guard this season. No, they, and, gave, and, they gave a couple of shots. Remember, Jay Rich was going to be that dude last season. Right. And Justice was going to be that dude this season. Like, they gave a couple of shots. I think that they just realized, yeah, these are not going to be – like, the way that B and C levels are playing, like, A levels, we're not getting it. And, and those guys had myriad chances to do that as well. I, I, I think, you know – and, again, I know you're arguing for even though you're for the trade. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, but it, it really is – like, I don't think anybody's crying tears over it. What about Chan Gailey, someone texts in, with Chan Gailey? If we make mm. the Mount Rushmore instead of Channing's Chans, well, then Jackie Chan goes Jackie up Chan there, too. Us. Yeah, you might be on yeah, the Channing. I'm on be. the Channing. Let's get uh, limited numbers. Let's man. get headlines here with Alejandro Solana so that we can uh, move along. A lot of uh, lot of stuff to discuss today. As we all keep our eyes on the NBA trade deadline, I just want to let, let both of you know that in the next couple hours, if there is a Shams bomb or a Woj bomb, there will be sound effects in the next in the, in the local hour. Do so, you want to give us a preview? Yes. So if there is uh, a tweet by ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, here's what you'll hear. Truly terrible. (laughs) And if if there's a tweet by The Athletic and Stadium Sham Sharania, here's what you'll hear. I just like it. It's obviously Dan Day doing those, right? Mm -hmm. I picture him. Sham's bomb! Sham's bomb! I'm more excited to hear Radar in your weather update here. Radar! Radar! Oh, we got all the imaging today, baby. I mean, we are set. We went out at the trade deadline. We traded for a bunch of imaging. <laughs> what did we get rid of? Uh, what did we get rid of? We had to get rid of Steph. Steph. We only get Tree and Adrian on our uh, remotes now. We got rid of Steph, and we got a whole bunch of imaging oh, in return. Steph, my man. I'm looking at Woj's tweets just to see if anything uh, has gone on. I guess you'll cover it in the headlines. Go ahead, uh, Solana. Yeah, so for the Miami Heat, here's the official trade that we were just talking about. Dion Waiters, James Johnson, and Justice Winslow are headed to Memphis. Solomon Hill, Jake Crowder, and Andre Iguodala are coming to Miami. The Heat extended Andre Iguodala a two-year, $30 million extension, which will go through 2021-2022. However, the final season of that extension is a team option for the Miami Heat. And and I'm reporting, by the way, that the Heat deal was done, completed, because Ed Reed was named chief of staff <laughs> at the University of Miami. You can listen. I won't you let can, yeah, you. Yeah! We got, we got music. We got music. We Ed all, Reed made it happen. We all love Ed Reed. I'm not letting you disrespect my man, Pat Riley. <laughs> This is Riley doing this, baby. Riley was on life support till Ed Reed <laughs> swaggered in and said, I'll go get you. Who you want? Iguodala? I'll get him. <laughs> he called Manny. Manny, I know you were about this football thing, but I really uh, need Ed for this I, trade. I got to take care of some stuff. All right, what else you have, Solana? The other big trade in the NBA ahead of today's 3 p.m. deadline, D'Angelo Russell. He was on the Golden State Warriors. He has been traded to Minnesota for Andrew Wiggins. Yes, Andrew Wiggins has had a uh, a uh, 
tough. insane uh, trajectory beginning with LeBron, right? Wasn't that all because of LeBron? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same with uh, Shabazz Napier. <laughs> Every time – did I see Napier involved in that gigantic trade yesterday? <laughs> yeah, Na- Shabazz Napier was traded yesterday as Man, well. Man, can anyone think of Shabazz Napier without thinking of LeBron somehow de- – out of all the people to demand <laughs> – I like, like this kid. The, it, bizarre. What a bizarre turn of events – You'd think, right, if you're a kid coming out of college, to get the endorsement of LeBron James, I would imagine in that moment you go, wow, I'm, I'm going to be an all-star for 10 years. Like, I just, I just found the golden ticket on Willy Wonka. LeBron James has announced to the world he wants me. And then you fast forward, Shabazz Napier has been on 37 teams, four of them hockey teams. <laughs> like, he gets, he gets involved in every trade. It doesn't matter what sport. Every time you say Shabazz Napier, I hear his name. I think about how little he's, his waist is and how he is. Tiny dude. He wears 1434s. He shops at the Bro. young men's. <laughs> he has to. <laughs> Dude's waist is the size of a Coke bottle. Uh, okay, what else? In fact, he was involved in our trade for all the imaging. We that, that, That's why we have a Shams bomb is because, <laughs> because Shabazz Napier is going with Steph Shabazz, over to uh, a new you, broadcast company. You've been signed to Waxy, and we're going <laughs> to And we're going to move on. <laughs> Gap Kids playing everywhere. Shabazz Napier. Everyone talking about the Eagle Dalla trade, but right now let's hear what Eagle Dalla had to say about coming over to the Heat. I'm really excited about that, you know, um, Jimmy Butler, uh, obviously proven as one of those guys who um, he's looked at as different, but very well respected in terms of uh, the passion and the hard work that he brings to the game. And I feel like his temperament and, you know, the values that he has um, really resonates with the Miami Heat and they, they very well aligned. And I think he's brought out the best in those young guys. Um, and, and those are some of the guys I'm really excited about as well, you know, because I feel like I can make a most impact with those guys. and. Uh, my big man, Bam, really looking forward to playing with him. I've been hearing about him the last couple of years from a friend down in Miami, so helping him get better. Really excited about that opportunity. I've been getting a lot of love so far, so excited to get to the 305 um, and excited to be in some uh, great weather and excited to see uh, my man Ray on the golf course. Who wouldn't want to play for the Heat? You've got the culture. Plus, you're in Miami. You're winning. And all the other things that go along with winning on the court kind of follow. Run around Wynwood, run around Brickle, run around South Beach. Do some running around. Andre Iguodala, I know he's married probably, but he can have some fun in Miami, and hopefully we have a lot of fun watching him this season and most likely the next. Well, the next Best of the Joe show going to be tomorrow around 6 o'clock right here on 560 The Joe. Thank you so much for joining me. Remember, you can holler at me in real life, but... It's easier to do it online on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. You can download the podcast wherever you get your podcast for free, radio.com app, or go to our website, WQAM. I'm stepping aside. Doug Plagans and the team going to get you ready for the Panthers hockey match tonight against the Las Vegas Knights. That is coming your way in just cinco minutos. This is the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even pop.
podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.